Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. hey it's Pat Boyle in for Mraz. Mraz and Bogus in for DA and Billy Chocolone in for Pete Bellotti. Some unbelievably surprising news on the DA show today. A couple of families have added one to their respective families. What am I talking about? Well, you got to listen to find out. So shut up and listen. On the best of the DA show today. Is tonight a can't lose for the Heat or a must win or a gotta have it or a nice to have it? Andrew Bogish has coined a new term. Plus, your best audio of the day and sound check, including who won the After Hours Amy Lawrence CBS Sports Radio Show Chubby Bunny competition. A new record was set. Plus, it's a thirsty Thursday. We toasted the good stuff. Greg Caserta is stunned to a news, a new version of Canadian bacon. Done by yours truly with Billy Jock alone on the Oink Machine, Advanced Analytics, and the Epic Fail. What a day. What a show on this Thursday, Thursday. You don't want to miss it. It's the best of the DA show. It's now. But tonight, somebody out there might be taking their dad to a memorable moment in Boston. The series is 3-1. We head back to the Lucky Leprechaun building. Will the Celtics begin to conjure memories of the 2004 Red Sox? Meaning, is tonight, despite a game six back at home, a can't lose for the Miami Heat? That's where we begin. Chicold open. Now we just got to go win another. It's all that matters. You know, we take it one game at a time. You know, we understand, you know, um, the, the odds are stacked against us. But uh, we're a team that, that believes in us no matter what, and we just got to keep going, and all that matters is the next game. The way it's been the majority of the season, um, and so I think that that's important. And then just have an understanding is, like, uh, we can't relax. Um, you know, we have to keep the same level of intensity, uh, the same mindset, same focus for the next game. And they're desperate. Uh, like I said, the back is, backs are against the wall, so, you know, they're going to play desperate. They're going to try to figure out ways to, <clears throat> you know, to disrupt our, our our game flow, but you know the biggest thing about us, we you know we got to retaliate. If anything, it'll build momentum for us, knowing that we have to play with a lot more energy, and um, you know we got to play like our backs are against the wall. Um, but I, I think all year long we've been better and ready to do things the hard way. You know we always said the last one to get is is the hardest one to get, and now we got we got to finish business in Boston. Amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rending. It's DA's top story. Here he goes. It's your cold open. All right, those voices you heard. Marcus Smart, Joe Mazzula, Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, and just Bam. No last name. There, just according to my cut sheet. All right, here we go to Boston. We go tonight, a game number five. Marcus Smart said it. We, we talked about this yesterday. Don't let us get one. Don't let us get one. Well, they got one. Now they come back home. Look, 
in past NBA series when this situation has arose, the team that has led 3-0 is 150 and nothing. In fact, only three times, I believe, Bogus, you were the one that said this, has the series got to a Game 7. Even getting a Game 6 is hard in the NBA yes. in this scenario. But something interesting happened over the last 24 hours. Not that I'm telling you guys all to go out and bet on the series, but almost an absurd bad price if you wanted to bet the Celtics. A plus 250 euros in the books. Plus 250 on the Celtics to win the series. Now, they're down 3-1 now, trying to accomplish something nobody in NBA history has ever done. But yet the odds makers seem to be trying to protect themselves a little bit, which tells you, man, are we live here? Are we really live like we highlighted yesterday? And if we are, it's not as if the Miami Heat have a true home court advantage where you go there and the crowd is rocking. I mean, let's be honest. Mike McDaniel's there in sweatpants firing up a crowd before a game. It's not exactly like walking into Old Oracle. So I know they will get the protection of a game six at home, and then and anything can happen game seven. So there's plenty of wiggle room in theory. But, folks, you don't want to start feeling the pressure and hearing the whispers of, are you really going to blow a 3 nothing lead? Meaning, did he have to finish this off tonight? Is this a can't lose? It's a fair question, and I feel like this is maybe the scenario best designed for our gotta-have-it-can't-lose you yeah. should win this scale. Because it's definitely I, a must-win for the Celtics. No doubt about that. That's the easy part of it. It's how do we put the label, which label, on the heat for this Game 5 in Boston with Game 6 back in their building. I'm going to trust Jimmy Butler. I'm going to trust Eric Spolstra. I'm going to trust the Miami crowd as limited as it may be. Those three focal points combine. I can't call this one tonight. I can't call it a can't lose. It's a nice to have game to me for the Heat. A nice to have. Yeah, but they'd be okay. Nice to have. Generally speaking, they'd be okay going back home for game six on Saturday. A nice to have game five. Okay, well, if that's the case. Would Game 6 be a can't-lose for the Miami Heat? Absolutely. Can't be in a Game 7 back in Boston having lost three games in a row. So we, we make a big jump, almost a historic jump. Nice to have it to can't lose. You don't normally go from from that one to the next one in one game's time, but that's how fast this would turn with a Celtic win tonight. All right, so we'll go around the room here. Bogus is declaring Game 5 a nice-to-have-it moment for the Heat. I'm going to declare it a gotta-have-it. I don't think you must win it. I don't think you can't lose it, but you got to kind of have it, don't you? Boyle, what is this? Well, can we look at it from the Celtics' perspective? We've already decided that. It's a must win. It's a must win. So for the Heat, game six, full agreement with Bogus. Game six is a can't lose. Game five tonight in Boston, up three to one. What are the options outside of nice to have and got to have? It's can't lose or must win. You got to pick one of the four. I'm going to say it's a must win then because game six is a can't lose. So they must win tonight. Must win tonight. Can't lose game so six. So it's a must win game for both teams tonight. <laughs> I hate your terminology with this. <laughs> for me, can't lose is the worst case scenario. You can't lose. They can't lose game six. Okay. But I also don't think they must win game five. Well, then is it just simply a got to have it or a nice to have it? Uh, I would say it's a, it's a got to have it. All right. So you're with me then in the end. Billy, is it a got to have it, nice to have it, can't lose or a must win tonight for the Heat? I think for the Heat is a <clears throat> excuse me, nice to have it. A nice Thank to you, have yeah, it. Yeah, I'm a nice to have it. Yeah. Yep. All right. right. So we got two nice to have it's, two gotta have it's, and that's your poll question today.
<laughs> is tonight for what is tonight for the Heat? A must win, a can't lose, a nice to have it, or a gotta have it? <laughs> All right. Well, you flipped it. It's it's must win, can't lose, gotta have it, nice to have it. Yeah, nice to have it's the least. That's like DEFCON 1 or 5. We've, we've done this before, too, yeah. where you start on the DEFCON list. But that's the least dangerous scenario. A nice to have. A nice to way, have. Shawnee, if you think about it, the odds for the Celtics plus 250 to win the series, it doesn't sound that insane if you think about it. What, it does. It's 150 odds. It's never No, happened. but I know. But if you calculate, if you do, I got a parlay calculator built up here. On the winning the next couple games? Correct. So tonight they're what? Minus 460 on the money line or minus 400? I didn't look at tonight's I know that they're, they're, getting, they're, they're laying seven and a half. I by saw the way, that. I will be taking the heat with the points tonight. You're going to take the heat? With the points. I'm not, I'm not taking the money line. That's a lot of points for the series. Okay, don't you think that's what Vegas wants you to do is take the points of Miami? Uh, yes, they also wanted you to take the points with Miami in game two, and you did, and you won. Correct. All right, so tonight, oh, Boston's actually only minus 305. So they're minus 305 as an eight-point favorite. By the way, for those who don't understand gambling, that means to win $100, you have to bet 305 up. Exactly. You have to yeah. bet three times just to get one in yeah. one back. Okay, so let's say they win. Game six going back to Miami. In game three, they were a four-and-a-half-point favorite, which is about minus 150. Yep. Game five, though, they were plus 100. They were even. It was basically a pick on Miami. is a one-point favorite. If Boston wins two in a row and gets back to Miami game six, I can almost assure you Boston is going to be a small favorite in that one. Let's say minus 135. That's about a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I, so, Pat, not to throw too many numbers on you, I get what you're saying. The more, Every game Boston wins, they will continue to be favorites. So Correct. And, but if, and it goes back. If, they're, if they go back to game seven, they're going to be minus basically 400 favorites. You calculate those three. That's only plus 188 odds if you parlay those three results. So I get what you're saying. If you just parlay those three results, you're getting you're getting a more a better number at plus fifty. But I think this is one of those rare things in gambling in the gambling world where you have to almost not look at it on an individual game basis and just think about the historical aspect. I hear you. If you're betting on something that has never happened in the history of the league, you should be getting better odds than plus two fifty overall. Well, I mean, again, which means you're not, which tells you the books think this is very live to happen. And how many times do you do you say to yourself, "Wow, I can't believe I'm getting these odds"? Yeah, I wouldn't be saying that now. I wouldn't. I don't think two. I think two fifty is not a good enough price for me to get back. Either one of you guys know what the number was before Game Four to better them to rally from three zero down? It's a good question. My guess is it probably was like plus six fifty or something like that. Well, if I add these three, plus oh, they God. were Jeez, plus we're doing 100. The math. Yeah, I mean, enough. They Nobody were probably plus cares. 600, plus 600, yeah, plus 700. All right. That was riveting. What do you it, mean it was riveting? It, I'm giving you, like, the calculated I know. of what it should be versus what it is. I know. You're right. It's nice to have. You don't got to have it. It's a nice to have it yeah. stat. 855-212-4227. The number again is 855 CBS. Uh, also, I know we were going to touch on this in Canadian bacon, but I do think hockey is worthy of a conversation for a minute or two. What an unbelievable four-game series the Easter Conference Final was. And I think hockey, if you don't care, you don't care, and that's fine. Uh, I understand if you didn't grow up watching hockey and it's too hard for the puck to five hurdle arguments. But hockey, I think, last night again proved they are the rare sport where a four- or five-game series could be thrilling. Whereas we were talking about, you know, was Denver Lakers really that thrilling in a sweep? You had a four-overtime game, yeah. an overtime game, and last night— And a one-nothing game. A one-nothing game. And last night, the Florida Panthers punched their first trip to a Stanley Cup since 1996 with a goal with 4.7 seconds left. And that goal was scored by Matthew Kachuk, 
who scored the four-overtime winner and the game-winner in overtime, scores this one with 4.7 seconds left. And last year, the Florida Panthers were the President's Trophy winners, the best record in hockey. They lose and get eliminated. Their big deadline, I mean, their big offseason move, stealing their star, Jonathan Huberdeau, and acquiring Matthew Kachuk, who a year later, the Panthers don't have as good a regular season. They're the last team in the Eastern Conference. As an eight seed, they make the Stanley Cup because their acquired four superstar scores three unbelievable goals on the Florida freaking Panthers. The last team in that beat the Boston Bruins are in the Stanley Cup. The three game winners and the primary assist on the only goal in the one nothing yeah. game three. Incredible. Just incredible. And guaranteed that we're going to come back from 3-1 against Boston in the first round. So to put that in context, imagine your team in any sport having the best record in the sport, being so agitated, trying to figure out what they're going to do in the offseason, and they decide they're going to trade the best player. They trade the best player on the team that just had the best record, and they acquire another good, really good player, star player. And then that star player... Has you in a regular season that's not nearly as good. You get in as the last team in, but then it's the hero that gets you to a Stanley Cup. I mean, that's pretty freaking incredible. It's remarkable. And they only got in, not, not even just like getting in by themselves. They needed the terrible Chicago team yes. to beat Pittsburgh, who yes. was fighting for their playoff life, too. They were ahead of the Panthers, second-to-last game of the season. Chicago blitzed them, Penguins out, Panthers in. So the Blackhawks have their hands on this as well. Uh, but Matthew Kachuk has been just, yeah. just ridiculous. So to put it in context, right? Um, the sell, the sell. No, you know what? The Bucks are a perfect example of this. Let's say the Bucks were to trade Giannis this offseason. He's their best player, okay? And they trade him to the Cavs for Donovan Mitchell. I think this is the best way I could compare yeah. this. Then the Bucks next year in the play and become the eight seed in the NBA playoffs. Then they steamroll a historically great, let's say, Celtic team in the first round. They get to round two, and in round three, the conference final, they sweep, and they hit essentially three buzzer beaters all by Donovan Mitchell to right. make the NBA finals. That is what just happened with the Florida Panthers. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. And they will, of course, await the winner of the Golden Knights and the Dallas Stars. You could get two sweeps. But by the way, the NHL won't sit around and wait nine days to start their Stanley Cup. They'll give it a couple days and get things moving. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. All right, and we see your calls coming in at 855-2124-227. The number is 855-2124-CBS. We'll get to them in just a moment, but first, Soundcheck. Kyrie Irving on his Instagram says... Keep my mother bleeping name at your mother bleeping mouth. Stop mentioning me on Twitter. All y'all fan bases, stop mentioning me right now, please. It is still the Western Conference and Eastern Conference Finals. Like, uh. or excuse me, Denver's <laughs> going to the finals. You know, we're still waiting for Boston and Miami. Can y'all please leave me the f out of this? Please, can I just be with my family in peace? Y'all got uh. people at my dinner table discussing what my free agency plans are. Stop that. Y'all think it's funny shit, but please stop that. I, like, I actually like having peace of mind when I'm at the crib, all right? Like, I, I see all y'all ads. I, I see all y'all mentions. Okay, I said it. I see all y'all stuff y'all be saying. I see uh, all y'all families. I get it. I get it. I'm just as excited as y'all are. Uh-huh. But you got to chill, though. You got to chill, though. Come on. Like, we can have some fun with it, but, like, the, the love is, is, is already there, right? The message is spread. I appreciate your ancestral run. Thank you for being tapped in. Oh. Um, and I appreciate all y'all for tuning in, but please, all y'all fan bases, like, stop mentioning me just for like the next month or two or three. Whenever I make my decisions, please stop mentioning me. I mean, first of all, whenever I make it, how about the teams? We don't even sure how many teams are going on a bidding war. And have I seen anybody other than the we talk about the Lakers with LeBron? Who are these fan bases mentioning? This? He wants this so bad. He was. He's been at multiple Laker games with everyone knowing that. We assume LeBron wants him yeah. to be there, that he might want to be there. Now he's on Instagram asking you to watch him tell you to stop talking about him while he's talking about him. Let you in on the secret that he sees all your mentions, which is probably going to fuel people to write more things. Like, oh, now Kyrie's reading this stuff. He could have just been quiet. And he mentions his dinner table. If his mom or his aunt or his right. siblings are asking him questions about this, that's not on me. Right. Don't make an Instagram telling everybody else your dinner table. Right. I tell you, Kai reeks. Thanks, Sean. Uh, I opened the show with this question. I'll ask it again. What is going on around here? Is anyone in charge? We had last week Ryan Hickey reviewing peanut butter snacks. Yep. And now we've gone even further. Up, down, sideways, I don't know. This is Hickey in the shower. This is a bit on the Gelb show. It's called All Shower, No Cap. I Again, no, what Andrew is Kaplan? going on around here? Okay. Welcome into a brand new segment debuting right here called Shower, No Cap. Like most people, my best thoughts come in the shower, so I figured, let's just go give them to you right now. Why wait any longer? One of my thoughts, for today at least, is this. Why is there momentum for the Celtics after avoiding the sweep in Miami yesterday? Like, if you are someone right now that believes all of a sudden the Celtics are a dangerous team in the Eastern Conference Finals and the Heat should be worried, why? Why? I don't see it. This is no big deal whatsoever if you are Miami. And honestly, if you're the Heat, you got to feel good going into game number five. Number deal. Why is he in the shower? And there's video of this. He's filming himself shirtless in the shower, water running, doing this. Ryan Hickey's a sex symbol, man. Uh, 
You can't stop him once he gets on the road. So, counterpoint. I like the bit. You do? I think there's an idea there. In the shower, shower thoughts. I kind of like the bit. Here's the problem. Brian Hickey was a sex symbol. Was a heart Robert CBS Sports Radio. Until you realize that he oddly has unproportionately patched chest hair. Now that we've learned... That's his, your takeaway. His upper right chest hair rides up a little bit. It does, it's not even on the left. He just looks a little odd, and he goes plaid shower curtain. I find that a little troubling as well. So I think the mm. idea about having takes in the shower is kind of a funny one. It's kind of original. But if you're going to do that, it becomes a little too revealing for me. Now, are you a chest shaver? We, I know your back, you got to shave. We have to, yeah. we have to shave your yep. chest. No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't know. No. Pop it up. I walked hey, into that. That's like a baby's ass. <laughs> it's like actually a little baby's prickly. I need, I need a refresher. So, is it possible that Hickey doesn't shave his chest, and that's why things are un perhaps, even at the top? Perhaps. Yeah, mine's very even, although I, I, uh, I shave. Yeah, maybe that is right. But you know what? I got news for you. If his best takes are having in the shower... Doesn't say much about that overnight show, huh? Look out. Wow. Uh, just, if I may for a second. Billy liked that one. Yeah. <laughs> Intervene. <laughs> I got to always tell when I got Billy on a good laugh. This is connected to our third clip. Because um, Serta just took the microphone cover that I think Boyle spit marshmallow chunks yeah. on. So I wouldn't, I'd stop touching that. And I wouldn't talk into it. Computers in here. Where are they? That's a fair question. Oh, they removed all the desktops yesterday. So we don't. No, have to... it's here on the floor. Because again, what's going on around here? We ridiculous. our computer is literally laying on the floor. So don't you need the computer to do an update, Caserta? He he does. It would be nice to have it. Billy's gonna play my sound on this one, and then I'll, you know, I'll rig the desktop up again. But you know, why would we need computers for a radio show? That, those were probably moved for the Chubby Bunny competition. The disrespect. All right, we'll get to that after the sound check. Because... About Chubby Bunny. So Chubby Bunny. For those who don't know what a Chubby Bunny is, no, it's not me with ears. <laughs> the Chubby Bunny. Bum, 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 bum. The, chub... the Chubby Bunny is when you, by the way, I love the pizza. I can just have as many puns as I want without Jonathan D'Souza here. Morty D'Souza. Morty. We'll discuss this, Billy, in the break. Don't worry. When we... When you take marshmallows and you put them in your mouth, or it's like a contest, put a marshmallow in your mouth, say Chubby Bunny. Then, you know, you keep putting a marshmallow, and the last one standing with the most marshmallows in their mouth wins. So this morning... And then it can clearly still say Chubby Chubby Bunny. Yes. Last year, I think I ate four. It's not eating, it's chewing. I put four in my mouth. James Boccioni won with six and a half. This year, Patty Boyle got into the contest. Billy Jacqueline filmed it at some point. It's going to be on, I guess, the After Hours page. Bogus emceed it. This all happened a little over an hour ago. Well, here we go. Here's some uh, some of the highlights. Seven <laughs> seems to take it. Don't adjustment. laugh, Jay. Don't laugh. If you laugh, you'll lose it. Oh, gr- <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> All right, three, two, one. Chubby, funny. Wow. Oh, Amy, you gotta Jay, judge gotta that try, one for Jay, me. Jay, gotta try again. Oh, Jay, you gotta try. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Is everybody out? Ah! I Sean. can't see Sean. Is Sean dying? Hey, Hopefully. Medic. Oh. Medic. <laughs> Wait, I'll Pat. Do an no, no. Don't make Pat laugh. I'll do an eight. Something. 
funny. Wow. Wow. <laughs> can you please, wait, can you please, no, can you please stop now before you throw up? No. No. You can't stop now. He's got to go for history. One more. Oh, no. One. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. He couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. I did better than last year, though. I got seven in my mouth. There's no white stuff on his face. Uh, he just put... <laughs> so, that's how we close? That's how we close. Oh, Wait. So, Pat Boyle wins the Chubby Bunny because he wins at everything. We'll hand, we'll clap yeah. up for Pat Boyle. Bravo. He's the CBS Sports Radio champion at stuffing marshmallows in his mouth and, as Amy said, not having white stuff left over on his face. And as a gentleman, he left out my line where I said another thing that Boyle is better at than Sean. Yeah. Now, First here's Canadian the thing. Bacon, now this. This is an incredible year for Chubby Bunny. The record was 10. <laughs> Boyle clearly got to 10, was able to get 11 in his mouth before yakking. Which officially goes down as 10 and a half. Right, 10 and a half. So he is the record holder of the Chubby Bunny. With the hook. Uh, James Bacioni won last year for just in context six and a half. James and I got to seven full ones before yakking. So we even beat our own record. So all three of us would have won last year's Chubby Bunny. Amy got to four or five? Amy five. said a personal high of five. Five. So it was a good year. Yes. Billy filmed it all uh, on some kind of iPad. I'm sure it'll be out at some point. But a nice, fun annual retreat, let's say. Uh, and by the way, thanks again to that Yankee rain delay last night. Another thing I had to wake up extra early for to get into was to stuff marshmallows in my mouth. Well, so I did want to debate that. You were earlier than you normally are, but you probably were still on time on, on what time. it should be. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. 855-212-4226. The number again is 855-212-4CBS. Hey, how about Chris in California? Chris, you're on CBS Sports Radio. How are you? Hey, guys, I'm doing well. How about you guys? You're cracking me up, man. I appreciate it, Chris. How about you crack us up? What's up? <laughs> well, you know, I was out with uh, JR a couple nights ago, and I was telling him uh, I got a five-year-old step-granddaughter. You know, she's 100% Indonesian. My wife's Indonesian. Yep. Obvi- obviously, her biological granddaughter. Anyway, uh, she's a big Joker fan. I showed her the Joker highlight package about three three months ago. Just, you know, 10 top plays. To be fair, you're talking about Nicola, not Heath Ledger, right? Right, right. Okay. Right. The Joker, yeah. yeah. Denver Nuggets, the Joker. Yeah, anyway, so going to the Western Conference Finals, I'm like, hey, Clary, check this out. I'll take LeBron, and you got Joker. And she's like, okay, a buck on every game. I'm like, well, okay, cool. She swept me. She's five <laughs> years old. She's five years old. She just wants to joke her life. But get this. She didn't win four bucks. She won six. Why? Because going into game four, she's like, she called me up, you know, this family situation right now. You know, we're just talking on the phone. And she calls me up. She's like, hey, Grandpa, I'm going to give you a shot on game four, double or nothing. A five-year-old hassling <laughs> you, double or nothing? That's exactly what she said, man. Well, that was her offer. You know, my, my my wife called me, and she's like, here, Clary has a question for you. I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, come on, man. So now, you know, I hate the Boston Celtics, right? Now, this is a nightmare, man. So it's 3-1 right now, right? Yep. Miami? Clarius, her exact words were on the phone today, the Celtics will come back from an 0-3 deficit, be the first team in NBA history to do that. What team is going to say come back from an 0-3 deficit five years old? So you think, all right, so you think she's the whisperer. She's like that octopus that picks Super Bowl winners. (laughs) Yeah, but it's more than that. She's like scaring the hell out of me, man. Well, I would say, you know, if there was any thoughts on gambling being an issue in the country, the fact that a five-year-old knows double or nothing. Yeah, Yeah. she's a better gambler than me already. (laughs) Hmm. 
I mean, you know, I've had gambling issues. I've done real well, too, you know. Um, well, let me ask yeah, you well, something, Chris. Forget yeah. the gambling issues for a second. He said you uh, yeah. were talking to JR a couple nights ago. What do you think right. of the JR Shep dynamic? Uh, I, I, those guys are it's top tier, man. I mean, it's uh, JR. You know, I was driving down the street about three, four years ago in uh, Northern California. Uh-huh. And, and I heard the dude. And I'm like, well, first of all, there's a New Yorker, you know, three-second three, three hearing test. Yeah. And then he, he lives in Atlanta. Like a young yep. cat, sounds like a young cat. And on his show, it's amazing. He never talks about himself. But I've got a pretty good feel for people. I can see that guy in the, in the playgrounds, like, whipping some ass on the courts. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I, 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 feel, I, I feel the guy. You know what I mean? So what about Shep, though? What do you think of him? I think he's 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 told who Shep. That's the correct answer. That the you don't know who Shep is? He's the other voice you hear on that show all the time. Is he, he's the producer, right? The guy who answers the phone. Yeah. Do you think he's? What do you think? He's got a uh, knack he, for the business or not? Oh, uh, he is. Like I said, top tier man. Hey, I used to call wow. Mad Dog Russo when he was a weekend guy on WMCA eighty-seven, eighty-eight. Right. Uh huh. He he had a producer by the name of Frank Porco. Porco. And I just Frank like Porco. I just nice. I just mystically heard a couple of years about a year ago that he passed away. I mean, uh, I, I I don't even know how I heard it. Yeah, thoughts and prayers. It just like popped up somewhere. If you ask Mad Dog Russo, hey, who was your producer at WM when You were the weekend clown. Frank Porco. Frank Porco. <laughs> yeah, and those uh, guys came over to the Alpine and met me after a show. I called them up. We used to talk like uh, Russo used to tell me that Burr is the greatest player of all time. This is in like '87. At your cabin. Like, no, I, I would call him from my apartment in New oh, York. Your apartment. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, also called him from work one time. I worked at seven forty five Fifth oh. Avenue. He's 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 over there on Sixth Avenue at WMCA. So you call so him like across the street. Yeah. So I, you know, I got off at like six. They got off. And at Frank seven, would so answer I, the phones. Right, and I'm like, hey, Frank, what are you guys doing after the show? And so let me ask you something so cool. before that yeah. before the hanging out thing. Do you, who do you think was a better producer, Shep or Frank Porkro? That's a tough question, man. I can't answer it right now. I'll ask all the tough ones. <laughs> all right. Now yeah, one more I've thing. Been, I've only I've only experienced Chef for a short period of time. So he's how often do you listen to Jr. Real quickly. Every night. So oh. what do you think when Chef's out? What do you think of Jack Stern? Oh, Jack Stern. Yeah, he's the guy. Be like, Not familiar. No. He'd be like, Chris in California. What would you like to say? That guy? <laughs> oh, dude, what's going on, man? Hey, I'm getting to know you guys. Today. You're cracking me up with all this analytical plus. I mean, it's, it's hilarious. But Clary is tripping me out. Because, you know, hey, man, I don't want to get too personal or anything. But, like, I had a great 20-year relationship with my wife and, and my stepson. Or, you know. Wow, and, like, and that uh, led to the family problems with your five-year-old uh, granddaughter gambling. Yeah, well, you know, I was gambling out of control. I was going to Reno, like you know, ah. every other every other week. I was going to Reno, in but, America. But, but hey, hey, I was getting comped. I'm having fun. I'm not losing a lot of money. No, I, and I'm then, Chris. Chris, and then, I'm hey, sorry, smoking weed. You're smoking weed when you're in Reno too. I bet, right? I mean, come on. So all of a sudden, yeah. flipped on me, and yeah. now my grand, my grand, my step granddaughter, 100% Indonesian. I love her to death. She's like my granddaughter. Glad we got I, our ethnicity again, again. The 19-year-old James Miracle. That's his middle name, Miracle. I raised the kid. Oh. I taught him how to. I well, Chris, him how to ride listen, a we're going to be up against the break, though. I do have to let you go. I'll put you on hold. Hey, you can talk sorry, to our producer man. Billy and tell him your life story. Okay. Just watch it. Watch out for the Celtics, man. All right. Okay. Thank I'll, you, man. I'll get back to you on that one. All I'll right. get back to you on that. Sounds good. Enjoy, Shep. Later. There you have Chris in California. 
We're toasting to the good life. I feel alive. Ah, ah, ah. We are feeling good and doing well. How many beers ago? Uh, probably a thousand. It's the DA Show's Thirsty Thursday. Celebrating with some booskies. All right, it's a Thirsty Thursday, baby. Who are we toasting to? Let's start with Greg Caserta. Greg, who are we toasting to? Never mind, Greg wasn't here to start Thirsty Thursday. Let's go to Patty Boyle next. Patty, who are we toasting to? That's not very locker room leader-like of you. Throwing him under the bus when he's not in the, in the chair to begin the segment. Oh, what are you going to do? Some of us are born leaders. Yeah. Sean, I call you a locker room leader. I like to say you have a Ooh. C on your chest, Ooh, but that's not... to me as Sean. Ooh. Ooh. Who said that, you or Greg? Me. What do I, what do I normally call you? No, nobody says Sean on the I like it. Nobody calls me Sean here, and I like it. I call you Damon. Yes. <laughs> what do you got? All right, so I'm going to toast here, and you know what? I'm going to pull back the curtain a little bit because here at CBS Sports Radio and locally WFAN, which is right down the hall, uh huh. Um, when I do shows on the local side, you know, you've got people that 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 rabble rouse you. They give you some junk on Twitter. They, you know, they try to get under your feathers. They try to ruffle your feathers, get under your skin. All good and fair and love is war. I get it. However, there have been nights where I've walked out and there is a gentleman that drives a white Jeep that sits outside. You could say stalks the station. Yeah. Has mm-hmm. a bunch of very, um, I would say, alarming things written all over his car. <laughs> He's got signs. And one night yeah. I walked out and he basically verbally harassed me. Yep. Whatever. So I'm Did like, he, he knew who you were? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he goes, are you Pat Boyle? And, I, and I, I've and you know, i seen the guy. I've seen his I, antics. He I is, will tell you, he's also a rideshare driver that has, lives near me and has picked up people I know and has made the mistake of conversing about me and hates me, too. Yeah, yeah and he has Boycott WFAN, our yes. local New York station, Correct. written on his car. So he goes, yeah, he goes, are you Pat Boyle? So I know that the guy is, you know, kooky. And I'm like, oh, no, why? And he goes, oh, that's good, because he's a, a piece of blank. And they just kept, when it launched a diatribe of curses, I think he knew it was me. So I was just like, oh, I'll tell him. And I got he's, in the car and drove away. He's not wrong. So I know this gentleman doesn't listen to the national network, so I don't have to be worried about, uh, you know, going outside and getting shot. However, jeez, I, you know, <laughs> anyway, I see him parked outside of the station again yesterday. And our good friends at the New York Police Department or whoever is in charge of, I guess, traffic violations. Yeah. They ha- they put a boot on his car. Yeah, he mm-hmm. can't leave. Yep. Well, by the way, I don't think he's getting a boot off anytime soon. Well, he's actually uh, the car was gone today, but it he is, was right. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. He was not there when I pulled up to the station this morning. I guess he did get the boot. Yeah, I'm guessing. Finally, it was there for like two days. So thank you to our good friends at the New York Police Department for booting this lunatic's car, and hopefully he never shows up here again. So toast yeah, to him. Yeah, he's a scary guy. It's sad to see what's happened to Mark Chernoff. It really has. Toast him. <laughs> Wow. So his name's not Mark Chernoff. Toast him. That's bad. Mark Chernoff, our former boss. So Greg is started with a cheap joke there. By the way, that was Greg letting us know he's arrived. Uh, <laughs> Bill, <laughs> Bill, Billy, what do you got on Thirsty Thursday? So I don't have a hockey. I don't have a hockey take. Uh, and I usually come in here on Thirsty Thursday saying I wish it was Trash Tuesday. But I got I got a special shout, a special toast today. Okay. To this guy. Pat Boyle for a couple things. One, for dealing with that guy. But that, that wasn't even the first thing. Two, to do an overnight show, stuff 10 marshmallows in your mouth, and then produce this mm-hmm. show. And now he's scheduled to produce this show again and run the board by himself tomorrow. So you know what? Going to Pat. Toast him. Booskies. You know, we call Pat Pete, uh, Pete, Billy. <laughs> 
You know what we call the hard him? hat guy. He's a hard hat guy. Booski, Billy, hat. I could Pass cry, man. Billy that was breakfast. very awesome. That was very nice of you. Thank you. I got you, brother. Buy Billy breakfast, would you? Okay. Uh, at Mar- well, tomorrow's payday. At Mraz, CBS, at Andrew Bogus. <laughs> what do we got, Greg? I'm going to keep it quick, and this is something that I stumbled upon this morning. Foo Fighters' newest single, Under You, their best song in years. They opened their first tour last night man, without Taylor Hawkins on drums. <laughs> And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing them later this summer at the See Here Now Festival uh, down at the beach. Yeah. Um, I always like to appeal to Bogish and his musical tastes. I'm not sure if he's heard this single. I have not. But it is their best song in years. So uh, a new era of Foo Fighters begins in 2023. Booskies! Is Dave Matthews' band also at that festival? Oh, well, they were we a couple of years ago. So not that was going to be my, my point. I've been there uh, twice now. That's a great Asbury Park. It'll be my first festival. Fine. Can't All recommend right. it enough. Speaking of real music, you know, the Swifties hit our area, Taylor Swift, at yeah. MetLife Stadium this weekend. Mm. You guys going? <laughs> no. But our good friend Ray Martel's going. With his daughter? Couldn't possibly post more about how he got resale tickets from some fan accounts. Of course. I thought he was hacked at first. Ray Martel, the original producer of TBD That's in the morning very here true. on CBS Sports Radio. Bogus, who are we toasting? So, full disclosure, I had a toast lined up, but it involves Bilotti. So, I show up today, there's no Bilotti toast out the window. What am I going to do? I was going to toast Pat Boyle for hard hatting, and then Billy beat me to it. So, I'm going to I'm gonna coattail here with Caserta now, <laughs> and I'm going to toast, and Boyle just mentioned it, the Dave Matthews Band new album last week is pretty, pretty good. Pretty. So it's another one that's going to be a, a chart topper. Big show next couple of weeks from now in Forest Hills. Look out. All right, toast them. Booski. Thanks, Billy. I'm toasting our amazing viewers on both Twitch and YouTube. Why am I toasting them? Well, we mentioned, you want to talk about hard hat guys. Andrew Kaplan had a baby. I forget how. It could be two years. It could be six months ago. He's such a man of mystery. Um, Did we even know he was having a baby before the baby was here? No, we didn't. Like the very last second. He's like, he's, I'm not going to be anymore having a baby. <laughs> All right, Cap. See you later. <laughs> no, but stream. anyway, I say this because <laughs> Kaplan, first of all, dealing now, I can say this freely now that he's not here. Dealing with Pete the body as a schedule maker is a disaster. Okay. It is just a thousand questions for one simple answer. And there's nobody that really backs up Cap enough. Because he doesn't take off enough. He's such a hard hat guy. But now, he needs off next week. It's Memorial Day Monday. He's going to take off all night. He's going to actually spend time with his family like he should. So I announced this yesterday. And instead of any backlash on, whoa, what do you mean there's not going to be? We're going to do audio only next week on the DA show. Mm-hmm. Instead of any backlash, the vast majority of comments, hey, no stream, no problem, Cap. Have a good time. And I just want to say our viewers are awesome. It's such a different way to view the show. Obviously, because you're consuming it by watching us, not just listening to us. But a lot of places, if that is how you're structured to do something, like it's part of your everyday routine watching the show, Twitch, YouTube, Watch DA, you would get a lot of outlandish backlash. And we have over the years. You guys are taking more vacation? Meanwhile, we get Mm. standard vacation time like anybody else does. Mm -hmm. But Cap's done such a good job that those viewers just appreciate it. And I hope they listen next week to the DA show. But if they don't, they'll be back there a week later. And I just think that we have a really, really diehard good group of viewers and they're regular people, and they get it, and they get that we're regular people, and I'm toasting to them. Booskies! All right. That's a good one. And you're right. And Cap deserves to be off. He does. And, um, and we'll survive doing a radio show just on the radio. We got a couple tweets coming in for some Booskies as well. 
All right, Dixieland Dan. I'm toasting to the show here lately. The Danielle Tuba is hilarious. Canadian bacon controversies. Bogs in the landfill show going to bon- oh, Bogs in the landfill show okay. going bonkers. Bob's bar is coming up. The show gets me through the morning. Also, did we ever hear from Badlands? <laughs> hashtag Thirsty Thursday. Hashtag Get Me to Friday. This Booskies. Booskies. I get. See, this is where we we have a disconnect with listeners. I understand that not everybody can listen to all four hours of every show. Some right. of you may only consume for two minutes, three minutes, thirty seconds, and you're all the you're all the same in terms of we appreciate you. But I think I've mentioned now three different times we have in fact gotten in touch with Badlands and he's willing to burp in my face, so he will <laughs> be there. Yes, we do. This is a compliment. I swear. I'm kind of shocked that Dixieland Dan doesn't know we've right. gotten. And like, we're spoiled by the amount of people who do listen all of the time. Yeah, that when, and that's not the norm, right? So the norm is, oh, I missed Thursday's show, or I missed hour number one, or whatever it may be. So but when those come up, it's like, wait, how did you miss that? Like somebody yeah. will send me like a stun to a news that we did once, and then it like expanded to a bigger thing, and like they send it in. And I'm like, we did this right. Tuesday, and it was ridiculous. Like we went, it was it was bonkers. And like, how it's did not you their not? Fault. He, it's not yeah. their fault, but. There's so many people who do hear every single and know the show better than us. Right. We think that everybody Should. has that level of free time, I guess. By the way, you can go back and listen to the show on podcast yes, form and rewind on the audio skip. Although there seems to be some issues about last week's PGP still. Drew, I, by the way, up. go to the PGP feed. It's there. <laughs> Drew LeBlanc. Toasting. I'm toasting my son, Tucker. I don't love the name. Who sings along to It's Gonna Be a Good Day. On the way to daycare each morning. A nice. sweet serenade and a positive attitude being a byproduct of the show. Hashtag Thirsty Thursday. That's nice. Boogies. That is nice. Yeah, and then you remixing it and saying it's going to be a mediocre day. I'm sure It's going to be the, an average day. I'm sure that made the hey. kids' day. Hey. Eh, no, it is positivity. By the way, I don't know if you guys dealt with this with kids and talking. I love my daughters. But boy, when I get in the car and I want to listen to something, whether it's CBS Sports Radio or something else. Daddy, play my song. Daddy, play oh. my song. I want to hear the trumpets. I want to hear back in the New York mm. groove. Yeah. And it only, same problem, different. What's Pete's thing? Uh, right church, different pew. Yeah. It just keeps changing. So my kids, because of my wife, loved like movie soundtracks, yeah. Broadway show recordings, like show tunes for the longest time. And every once in a while, like, I need to hear the Hamilton soundtrack for Again, the 74th right. consecutive day. So, like, let's let's listen to our actual music. So now all they want to hear, though, is Sirius XM Hits 1. So now I'm knee-deep in uh, Harry Styles and the Jonas Brothers and songs that are basically completely scandalous. They, I'm like, they, you shouldn't be knowing the, the lyrics of this song. When I get in the car in sport and I have sports talk on, again, Daddy, we're listening to your work again? <laughs> yes, leave me alone. I want to see what the Yankee lineup is. Big E or... Big B3 toasting, mm. uh, tweets in, I'm toasting you guys. I'm covering for my boss on vacation all week, and I'm glad it's not being recorded. <laughs> I'm going to stress this again because everybody For those of you who need to know, the name of the show, the DA show. DA, not our boss. <laughs> not our boss. No. Our colleague, our friend. Yeah. The leader of the show, his name is there, which means his paycheck's probably the highest. Right. I mean, he has... I would hope for him. I mean, who knows what, what you're making these days. But... We know it's not P, right? Not... But he reminds us every day it's not him. <laughs> Believe me. Anytime you grumble about me having to pull extra sound, I look at the paychecks. <laughs> Pay me more. Yeah. <laughs> so, the DA show. Not our boss, though. Not our boss. He's got some authority. 
Yeah. He's more of the you know, locker room leader than you are. He can, he can put his neck out are. for us, but yes. he's not. It's yeah. Like, DA's not firing us or hiring. Well, I no. guess he did technically hire me, but not right. a boss. Uh, the Hidden Pickle tweets, and I'm raising a glass to at Moraz CBS for being in the driver's seat this week. Embrace the chaos. Hashtag boost. There you Ooh, go. That's a good shirt. There Embrace the chaos. Daniel Paprika toasting. I'm toasting my daughter for crushing seventh grade this year. My wife for being a great para professional at an elementary school. She works with special needs kids. She deserves two months off. Hashtag Booskies. No doubt about it, Daniel. I like that. No doubt about it. And you know what? I guarantee she doesn't complain about her job. That's a that's a good woman. All right. Keep your tweets coming in at Moraz CBS at Andrew Bogish as well. Greg? So I started doing Duolingo. The it's Duolipa? Duolingo, the app where you teach yourself a second language. <laughs> I didn't and, know that existed. And Jock alone is Italian for days to burn. <laughs> oh, are you serious? <laughs> Is delayed, that right? Delayed reaction there. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> you can use days to burn now as a yeah. unit of measurement. Yes. And, you call them and for the record, we did leave yesterday's show with a C tomorrow, Pete. Yeah. It was a C tomorrow, Pete. <laughs> I got this text at like one in the afternoon. So like I so it was early. He waited for us to clear out to go, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He also he texted two, if not three, different threads <laughs> with the same yeah, I'm, I'm not, out. I, I'm, I can't make it tomorrow. Billy's in. Yeah. I got it three times, almost simultaneously. Yeah, exactly. I was in traffic on the Major Deegan going, come on. We get it. You're not in. And honestly, I was thankful. Much wetter, better run show today. So, guys, you remember when the Panthers were blasted kidding, for trading? Pete. I'm kidding. I'm sure you're listening. You're going to get a text. Yeah. He usually is listening. For Matthew Kachuk, Calgary got back three players headlined by Jonathan Huberdeau, plus they received a lottery-protected first-round pick in 2025. Kachuk got eight years, $76 million on an extension, and now appears to be worth every penny after single-handedly burying the Hurricanes in the Eastern Conference Finals. His third-game winner of the series came last night, a 4-3 snipe from in tight with just under five seconds left to send Florida to the Stanley Cup Finals for the first time since 1996. I just really wanted to be a part of, of this group because I felt like, you know, not only this coming year, like the season right now, but in the future, we're set up for success with the guys and the age of the players and, and uh, the core group of guys are, are around a similar age. Mm. And I feel like we can all grow together and, and be hopefully in this situation multiple times. Great job by him. But how about Caserta? He comes in when he wants to yeah. start the segment. Then takes the whole take on the trade? No, he just... You didn't. You didn't throw the update. He just began the update when he wanted to. No, I think I said Greg. No, yeah. Sean looked at him and said Greg. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Never mind. I wow. Stand. I apologize. I always Jeez. stick up for Bogish and so immediately true. just turns the screws on me. We were, Would you say though, Greg, that Kachuk sent the Hurricanes into a tropical depression? We're starting already. Well, we're doing this now. He he used it for Game Three, so he's just going back into his pocket yeah. for that one. Yep, it's not even new. Did Bobrovsky thank you for working for going to the Yankee game and then coming coming here to work he today? Did. He did. <laughs> All right, guys. By the way, real quickly, we did get a quick twitch in from Timbo Slice. P probably didn't get a wake up text this morning. Ooh, that's right, because Bodshed is his face full of marshmallows. <laughs> probably true. Probably true. Continue on. Sergey Bobrovsky, brilliant once again in goal, made 36 saves on the night where the Panthers were outshot 39-24. Another win decided by one goal, and now they'll wait on the winner of Las Vegas and Dallas. The Golden Knights can close it out in four on the road later tonight. A pep talk from Gilbert Arenas was just another chapter in John Morant's tough offseason. Yesterday, police in Tennessee conducted a welfare check 
after he posted again on Instagram, later deleting messages and pictures referencing his parents and young daughter before following those with a post that simply said bye. But the conclusion (laughs) was that he's fine. He will be taking a break from social media and remain suspended from all team activities. Oh, he could say he's fine. That doesn't... You don't post that if you're fine. Absolutely not. Right, and this is why why we have to still be a little bit careful talking about him. Like, yeah. it's, it, I know the jokes are easy. Well, just don't dance with a gun in a car. But it, it, it remains possible, maybe not likely, but possible but that he has actual, real, diagnosable problems that need professional attention. Yeah. Because why would you say goodbye to your mom if you're signing off of social media? Like, it I, like, sounds like that's it's a real problem right. more and more as time goes right. on. Right, so I agree with all of that. However... We were told that in his first suspension, he was going to counseling. Right. And he was there for like 36 hours. Right. So uh, while I absolutely have sympathy if he's going through something, somebody, including this team, his representation, anybody, has to pick up on... If if they knew he he had enough problems to go to counseling, he can't be basically done with the 36 hours and back on the court this year. I, I mean, I think you and I were here again the last time this all broke, and we yeah. and we said you, you there's no way of knowing what's real and what's not. They're right. almost all equal possibilities and that he has real problems or he's using real problems that, as an excuse for just immaturity. And that is the saddest part of it all because mental health is such a huge issue in this country. And if you are using it as an escape hatch and it's not really what's going on with you— right. You're almost playing a card where we can't question you on it because then we're the bad people, but that also isn't right either. And I just, I do think though, probably it's fair to at least wonder out loud based on the fact that he was so quick to this and nobody made sure he was in that counseling if this was that real a problem. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it felt weird when it happened that he was there for like a day and a half. Mm-hmm. Like that's not right. what you go to treatment for. Right. Whatever you're dealing with. And that's also, again, on the team for being enabling. Right. Uh, that's a big, by the way, a big problem. By the way, does that mean all four people that are in the car with him while they're flashing guns, are they all under mental health distress too? It's not as if he's like by himself doing all mm-hmm. these things too. Yeah. So that's the other part of it's like, are all, they're all the same way? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's very much like the Ben Simmons conversation. Yes. Right. Okay. Clippers GM Michael Winger has agreed to become the president of Monumental Basketball. That gives him full authority of the Wizards, who own the eighth pick in next month's draft, but he will also oversee the WNBA's Washington Mystics and the G League's Go-Go. I didn't know that the, there wow, was a G League team called the Go-Go. Wow. Don't tell Schwartz. He'll get the shoes. You should see their mascots. <laughs> the Suns have reportedly narrowed <laughs> I like I like their head coaching search to four. Doc Rivers and Nick Nurse are a part of that. You also have Suns associate head coach Kevin Young and Sacramento Kings associate head coach Jordy Fernandez, and that's according to Woj. Nick Nurse has already been linked to the Sixers job previously held by Doc. Nurse also one of three finalists for the Bucks head coaching job. Football, the Patriots are being docked two days of OTAs following a violation of offseason rules. This week marks the start of the third and final phase of their offseason program. So, this is not, I don't believe this is the first time this has happened with the no. Patriots being docked OTAs. However, remember in the past, you know why it wasn't a big deal with the Patriots? Tom Brady would organize everybody coming wherever. They would do right. beach workouts, whatever else. Does anybody get the sense Mac Jones is going to do that? No. Right? Can you picture Mac Jones being like, hey, come to this beach in Tampa. Let's all get together and run drills. No, I mean, you know, the last Mac Jones update I got was him being at the Taylor Swift concert right. at Gillette last weekend. By the way, are you surprised his fiance is not more attractive? 
I'm not touching that one. I'll take a look. Boyle? I missed it. Jack Stern is in here talking about minutes. What? Not to be superficial, <laughs> but Mac that, Jones huh? went to Taylor Swift with either his wife or his fiance. And I guess I actually want to give him credit for this. You would think star in Alabama, first-round pick, Patriots quarterback. She's a nice-looking girl, but like not so- some kind Sophie of like incredible— yeah, not some kind of like incredible uh, model. I think she's if very I know pretty. who his wife is. Yeah, well, or what do you are you do you think that are you surprised that Mac Jones doesn't have like a more superficial This girl? Oh, never mind. That's a much better picture than a Taylor Swift. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, she's she's gorgeous. So why was the Taylor Swift picture not that great? The and boots? also I've I've been told that the the girl to guy ratio at most southern schools is just off the charts. Yeah, it's real nice. That you could be a total and you could pull a pretty good look. Interesting. <laughs> Maybe Taylor Swift outfits just don't play well. Okay. And in the latest case of an athlete not knowing when to go away, 38-year-old Adrian Peterson says he wants to play one more year. Enough. And that in his mind, he hasn't officially hung up his cleats. His last action came across four games with the Titans and Seahawks in 2021. Before that, he played with five other NFL teams. Of course, 10 brilliant years with the Vikings. Can you guys name the other four teams? Yes. Commanders. Yeah, Washington, the Lions, and the Saints. I would have gotten the Saints. That's three. One more. Arizona. Yes, very good. I would not have gotten that. Thank you. Anyway. I I know my Adrian Peterson. Let's get stunned. It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. There are people who are not supposed to have children, and an Albany mother (laughs) is one of them, claiming she was left angry and betrayed when the apple pie she thought she was buying from ShopRite turned out to be a cherry pie. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is this my (laughs) father-in-law? It led her daughter to get sick when she ate a piece of it, according to a lawsuit filed Tuesday in Albany County Supreme Court. The supermarket allegedly misbranded and mislabeled the pastry as an apple pie that she bought during a trip to the store on April 20th. For that switcheroo, plaintiff Tiffany Brady wants $35,000 in damages. She's a mother of five, and her family strongly dislikes and has sensitivities and allergies to cherry pie. Her two-year-old daughter took a bite, and she got sick as a result. Occasionally, plaintiff will give her daughter a treat like apple pie, the lawsuit says. Much to plaintiff's disappointment and dismay, she trusted that the pie in question was apple and fed some to her daughter, who became sick the whole weekend after Uh, eating it. All right. Is is that the poker? That's it, man. All right, here's the problem. Where do you go here? I'll tell you where we go. (laughs) Number one, ShopRite is a, I believe, a Northeast commodity. Yes. Bob, by the way, had a short stint at ShopRite, like when Andy Pettit went to the Astros before coming back to Food Town. <laughs> I can tell you, they got a good apple pie. It's not bad at their... At their uh, okay. But the problem is, this is a mom with five kids looking for a money grant. Because any red-blooded American who cuts open apple pie, the traditional pie of this country knows that an apple pie has a tannish look on the inside, mm-hmm. while a cherry pie is extremely red on the inside. Did you think when you cut the pie and you saw inside the pie, did you think that they didn't de-skin a red delicious apple and that was your apple pie? Well, right. It is so easy to tell if you've cut it open. And if you're not 1, paying attention, once you've cut a piece of pie to give to your kid, if you're not paying attention, that's on you, not ShopRite. This is, you've never been more right than you are right now. And I wow. hope I hope that a judge 
dismisses this, throws it out, if you could punish this woman for bringing right. the lawsuit or her lawyers, I would hope that actually happens too. There is mislabeling aside. There is yeah. no way to confuse these two things. It's impossible. Right. Even this is not Chuck scoring an overtime goal. No. And is it Matthew or Brady? You never right. know. But this is not only the red and tan color. Cherries are circles. Yeah. They're little round balls. Apples are cut, are sliced. Nobody's yeah. ever gone. They're almost like half long. moons a yeah, lot. Yeah, come on. Nobody's ever gone to Katz's Deli and ordered a pastrami sandwich, and they bring out tuna salad, and you go, yeah, looks about Close the same. Close enough. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Come on. Well, where I will disagree with you guys is you remember the infamous McDonald's uh, lawsuit where the woman got a hot coffee yes. and burnt yes. her mouth on it and successfully sued, and that's why you have the caution hot on like, all the cups now. I actually thought she put it between her legs and drove and spilled it in her lap, and she's uh, yes, I think that's, that's what, what happened, actually. I actually she doubled she, down on mistakes. I think her case sucked, but I think she had a better case in that, like, hot coffee should be drinkable, not boiling to the point it, it damages. Right. I think as a parent, if your kid's allergic to cherries, look, I get it. Allergies can be really scary. Then you should understand that you should be even more hyper-attentive to what your kid is eating. And right. you cannot just lazily cut open a pie, put it down, and not even think twice based on how sh If you've ever had cherry pie... There's no mistaking how red it is. Right. This is like listening to your GPS and driving into the harbor. <laughs> yes. Going, well, the GPS told me to do like <laughs> ShopRite said it was apple pie, so we right. ate it. Right. Or, I mean, you again have been confused, though, by the how labels. How old was the kid? Two five. years old? Two? two? That little? Okay. Because Otis Miller writes yeah, in. Yeah, two years old. Maybe the kid cut it and she just gave permission. Your two-year-old should also not be using a knife. Yeah. So... I mean, it's a bad job all the way around. Exactly. Any way you slice it, this mom is in the wrong. I'll allow it. Thank you. All right, when we come back, I think I have a major gripe with Major League Baseball. Again. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. The sizzle of the best goals. Sing us a song. You're the overtime ending man. The saltiness of the best games. God, we're having a good time. Having a good time. We crave the nightly action of the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's a hockey, you know. We crave the nightly action of the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's a hockey, you know. It's only, it's only game. Why do you have to be mad? He's a good guy. It's your morning serving of Canadian bacon. Only on the DA Show. Oh, baby. What a scene it is. Both last night in Florida and here in the control room. Billy Jock alone has taken over the grading system of oinks. We hope that he knows it's one through five, but we could get our first ever seven oinker, and I wouldn't even blame him because Pete the body had days to burn. By the way, Pete did just have a baby girl. So Billy Jock alone in charge of the oinks. I can tell you it has been determined here in the break. Tomorrow, Canadian Bacon will be led by Greg Caserta to give Pat Boyle a break wow, because he's, he's doing two jobs tomorrow. He's putting his perfect five oinks back on the line tomorrow. Meaning this is our last Boyle Bacon of the week. Patrick? Patrick Boyle! Take it away. All right, gentlemen, this show has gone off the rails today. Last night in Sunrise, Florida, the Hurricanes were hoping that the series didn't go off the rails. Meanwhile, Panthers fans had their brooms ready. They waited until it was 3-0 instead of 2-0. Game four of the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> 
The Florida Panthers trying to turn the Hurricanes into an F1 and sweep right past them. And the Cats were purring early. Anthony put his Duke claws into this one inside the first minute as Duke Claire gave the Florida fans an eclair. A tasty treat rebound goal to put his team up 1-0. The Hurricanes hoped that the early storm would blow over, but the Panthers were growling for more. Midway through the first period, Sebastian Ajo made an uh-oh as he got called for interference. And on the man advantage, Matthew Kachuk would tuck the puck behind Freddie Anderson, who surely was having a nightmare on Elm Street start. <laughs> the Hurricanes finally got tropical and answered minutes later. With their season on the brink, Paul Stastny did his, big re did his uh, best. Uh, 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 oh. All right, you're going to let me finish the line? <laughs> Paul Stastny did his best Rick Astley and said, Never gonna give you up, never gonna let you down, never gonna run around and desert you. When he fired home a rebound off the post to cut the deficit in half. That got the Canes going as they wanted to pour some sugar on each other in the intermission. Shortly after the restart, Tevu Teravainen, the man from Helsinki, was feeling kinky. He got the puck in the slot and made the Panthers fans feel stinky when he tied the game at two. But the Panthers would resume. They would answer as Ryan Lomberg took the Hurricanes to Hamburg and put some crowd on his wrist shot to put Florida back in front 3-2. Enter the final three and a half minutes. Still three to two Panthers on the verge of a sweep. But here's your goal of the night. The Panthers were ready to lick Carolina clean, but the Hurricanes with some flash flooding saved their season as Jesper Foss was in another class. He found the crevasse in the Florida defense. Now it's in the corner. Comes back. McKechnie settles it down for Shea. His shot goes wide again. Chatfield will keep it in. Behind the net, it goes Martin to go front. They score! Jesper Faust ties it at three. 3.22 left in the third, and the Canes are still alive. Jesper Faust called for a forecast of a comeback, and 3-3 it stood in the final seconds. Fans were getting ready to hope for an overtime ending, man. But with five seconds to go, your player of the night, his second goal of the game, punched Florida's ticket to the Stanley Cup Finals. Matthew Kachuk breaks Carolina's hearts and said, maybe next year, good luck. Reinhardt in the circle, shot, and it's fought off by Anderson. Barkov right circle, down to the goal line, Kachuk in front of shot, he scores! He scores! He scores! Matthew Kachuk, a power play goal! It's 4-3 Panthers with 4.3 seconds to go in regulation time! Matthew Kachuk with nunchucks right to the soul. The hurricane storm had been weathered. After the game, Carolina head coach Rod Brindamore sounding more delusional than Merez. That's the unfortunate part of this is he's going to look back and everyone's going to say he got swept. And That's not what happened. I watched the game. I'm there. I'm cutting the game. We're, we're in the game. We didn't get – we didn't lose four games. We, we got beat, but it's – you know, we were right there, and this could have went the other way, and this could have been four games the other way. Oh, coach says they didn't lose four games, but the series ends after game four, so the math ain't math and Rod. Anyway, congrats to South Florida. <laughs> One eight seed in the Stanley Cup Finals, and tonight South Florida has a chance to get an eight seed in the NBA Finals. Title Town? We'll see. And that's your Canadian bacon. All right, Billy Jockalone will grade in oinks. Here we go. <laughs> Ready? <laughs>
Four and a quarter? Four and a half. Four, four and, and a half. half. Four and a half. Four and a half. Okay. All right. So let's discuss. I'm just going to talk about deductions before what I like. Please. Yep. You twice called them the Stanley Cup Finals. It's the Stanley Cup Final. That's a big no-no if you're a hockey fan. It's the Stanley mm, Cup Final. Yes. Not Finals. It's the NBA Finals. It's the Stanley Cup Final. And your stumble. Look, me and Bogus, to be fair. Shouldn't have had her mic on. Shouldn't have had her mic on. <laughs> but you definitely... You definitely did a me where you could not just move forward. But your song was great. Other than that, I thought I thought it was excellent. The Foss stuff, the crevasse. I yeah, mean, that was really good. It yeah. was really good. The four cost. And I also am going to give him four and a half because I know the uncut version of this script now. <laughs> and it had to do with rhyming with Helinski. Helsinki. 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 Yeah. Helsinki. And Stinky might have been used in a different form. Mm. Let's just leave it at that. The there were some Easter eggs in the script yeah. for those of us who saw the original The version. original script would have been the first six and a half linker. Do you and have our last bacon of all time. Yes, I agree. Do you have the script over there, the unedited version? No, I don't. Oh, I'd love to read it. Like, we actually can't say it on the air. No, I wouldn't say it. I would just love to see it written out. From days to burn to pages to burn. Mm -hmm. It doesn't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. Pete the body is out with a baby. The baby would have hit the dump button. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie would have known right away. Boyle did one of these, I can't say that? I'm like, no, you can't. Yeah. (laughs) That was the alarming part, if we're being honest, Boyle, is that you thought you could actually say that on the air. I mean, come on. Pat, just whisper not, it to me. Nobody else will hear it. It's not that explicit. It is yeah. only explicit. We're on a lot of church-going areas here. Yeah, I'm trying to connect the dots. I think I know what it is. Don't watch we shouldn't. Yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm just thinking out loud. And by the way... I'll just say it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, why don't you say it? I will Wait, say... Jack Stern! <laughs> you know what? Not a bad thought. <laughs> Anthony put his two claws into that one. That is one I've used numerous times that Anthony declared. And the As- Rick Astley song was well done. I it think was well done. Four and a half's a good spot. It is. Billy, good job grading there, man. Those are good. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate that. No, no problem. No problem. Caserta, you're a five-wink club guy. What do you think? I had it at four and a half. Um, you and I looked at each other when he went. It was a long way to get from Kachuk to good luck. Yeah. That was a long punchline. And I didn't think good luck was actually that good. Right. Luck. And then the other question I had... You said F one talking about the hurricane. Did you mean F five? Well, an F five is the is the biggest hurricane, right? So I was, yeah, I said trying to turn him into an F one, like it was. Oh, like a little, I got gotcha. you. Okay, little yeah. ranky dink storm. Yeah, hey, so, say, yeah. Well, I was gonna say it's also it's category one, two, three, four, five for hurricanes. The F thing I think is for tornadoes. So we're a little oh, off on our weather. Weather study. There too. Sue yeah. me. Anything you have to save yourself, Pat? No, other than the Astley stumble, I mean, Stanley Cup final, Stanley Cup finals, I mean, go scratch. And he's the first one to do a Canadian bacon four but hours now, after getting off the air of hosting his own over. But are you show. telling us to go scratch, or are you telling the any, guy to your any, left to go scratch? Any hockey fans that, like, may have heard that and be like, the Stanley Cup finals. Listen, only- if you have a problem with Billy, just tell him. He's right there. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind Billy giving me a four and a half solely because of the Rick Astley stumble. And you're right. The Kachuk one at the end, I I basically, I've run out of things to rhyme with Kachuk. Now, Billy. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. And by the way, we got a whole other Stanley Cup final come up. I'm going to put you on the st- spot here. Can you do an impersonation of Pete being offended <laughs> that we're mad at the grade of four and a half, please? Um... Oh, what are you doing here? <laughs> yell, yell, forget oh, the, yell, forget the bugs. I, I thought Billy was going to bail on a second segment this morning. <laughs> no, no, no. Billy had it. No, I, I can't. <laughs> Billy I don't have it. a take. 
Uh, okay. Now, another thing we need to clear up. Yesterday, we get a, a, a tweet from Adriana. Long time listener, Adriana. She tweets, it is 100% offensive that nobody got Mraz's Night at the Roxbury hmm. reference when coming when talking about Alex Petrangelo. I said, and I was like, Petrangelo! And everybody sat here dumbfounded. It was crickets. And almost to the point where it made me feel uncomfortably awkward, where they wanted to give me the tuba, Bilotti, it's a bad joke. No. And I'm like, I so I make a lot of bad jokes. So I understand that I have put myself in that corner. That mm-hmm. was not a bad joke. And it was one that somebody in the show should have got. You chimed in on Twitter as well yesterday, Greg, to say, uh, yeah, that's a great joke. Essentially. Fantastic. So we're going to have this debate here. Was Bogish, Pete, and who else worked on show yesterday? Boyle in the wall. Well, before, if I could just say one thing, Please. I'm ready to listen. I will accept your ruling without debate. But I just want to point out a couple of things. He did not do bacon yesterday. Okay. In fact, you didn't even say it. It was during a Schwartz update where he yelled that. He yelled, and I was, whatever the line is, right? So we were not prepared for any joke. D- didn't get it. That's fine. Yeah. Now, I would say in my defense, now I, I also wouldn't have got it if he said, and I yelled, Emilio, I still wouldn't have gotten it. But thinking more about it, like if I had yelled, Yo, Brendan! Like as an Adrian joke. Yeah, I would have gotten it. You wouldn't have gotten it. I would have got, gotten it. I don't think you would have. I don't know if and I would have And also, Petrangelo it. is like Emilio. You I, have that right, O at the but end. But his name is not Emilio. If you <laughs> said, Yo, Barry! I would have said, Yo. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's not Yo, Rocky. It's Yo, Adrian. Right. Like, you, I don't think you would have gotten <laughs> it. <laughs> now, have you seen that at the Roxbury? Once when it was new. And who so, else was here? Boyle and Pete? Yeah. I've never seen and it. And it's yeah. right. I'm seeing this comment okay. on Twitch. If you have to explain it, it's not funny. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the funny part. The funny part is I shouldn't have to be explaining it. That's well, something no, you that's should absolutely the debate get. is whether you should have, whether it's that well, obvious that we several, all should have known it. Put it this it. way. It's kind of funny because you have a bunch of people agreeing with you. And this is actually the most I've seen in support of one of my jokes. It's not just Adrian. I got yeah. several yeah. tweets. You saw them. They kept popping. What are you talking yeah. about? So how do you not get that? So I, I'll accept that I maybe should have known, but I also think it's worth pointing out again that it was not in the actual, it was not the specific line of the movie. Like, you right. changed the line. Oh, of course. Yeah. But I'm thinking, like, in the context of those types of movies, if he had done a Dumb and Dumber reference, if he had done a Kingpin reference, would it have been more well-received? Is it because Roxbury. that Night Come at on. the Roxbury is a little bit more cultish compared to some of those in other our ones? era, late 30s, early 40s? I mean, I love it, but it's not for everybody. I so, mean, Boyle's never seen it. So I, I started to tell you this yesterday. There is... It, I think it's called, is it Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? It's like mm-hmm. the fifth, and in the movie, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are themselves, yeah. they, but they're completely unaware of, of anything, right? And in, at one point, somebody references internet trolls, and I think it's Affleck goes, what the bleep is the internet? And I think that's one of the funniest single lines yeah. ever. And my wife will laugh at it, my friends and I can make that line, we will all laugh at it. But if I did that on this show, yeah. n- almost no one would have gotten it. That's and I true. think that's what movie where, is that? I think it's called Jane and Bob Strike Jane Back. I never saw the movie. Right. So I, I think that's where your line lives, too. Like, you've made that joke, but that that line is not locked uh, into, I, I, maybe, like, pop culture. Yeah, maybe that's just— Like, I, them standing there bapping their heads at the bar. I really thought it was pop culture. There's Twitter gifts for it. I, I thought it was a really the, famous line from a movie. But there are also times where—and again, I'm not doing this as frequently as you are, but there are times when I know my dad and my brother are listening, and I will make a joke <laughs> just, just for, for them. Nice. Were you making a joke for somebody in particular? No, it actually came to me on the fly, which is the problem with most of my jokes. Yeah. See, yeah, again, and I love piling on you, and I when you do things that 
are punny and awful. It makes my skin crawl. I've done it in the I supermarket. I've gone up to the you know the bread aisle and I see the pizza crust and I was like, and I was like, Boblio! <laughs> Bobbly. We've done this bit before. Isn't it Boblio? No, it's Bobbly. I yeah. thought I said it was Bobbly and then you guys corrected me to that it was Boblio. I don't know anymore. Don't make me don't make me <laughs> turn my back on you. All right. What do we got for the update? Uh I I just really quickly, I, I was like half out of it last night, and I had a dream that one of these lights in studio fell on top of me and bopped me on the head, and I was hospitalized. When did that happen? In my dream. Oh, you dreamt I had it. a dream that one of these studio lights came down, hit me on the head. I was hospitalized, and then three of our bosses, David Marinick, Spike Eskin, and Chris Olivero, all got together and hatched a plan to have somebody come to the hospital and kill me. So that I couldn't like sue this place for a uh, workplace incident. I had that dream last night. Okay, it was really strange. That is really strange. I think you'd be better off suing for a cherry pie apple pie filling yeah. situation. Uh, uh, is that a precursor? Now you'd be kind of scared. No, no, no. Just I, I wanted to bring that up before I forgot. How silly of you to think they'd care that much to show up to the hospital. <laughs> Even to kill but, you. But that, no, not even them. They hired somebody to come in and, like, poison my IV or do the pillow over the face. Jack Stern. <laughs> hey, Greg, I'm here to give you your IV. Are you awake? I'm also a nurse. Do you want the morphine? <laughs> this would be where DM makes a tangier chicken yeah. joke, too. Oh, God. I hate that. I could get you some tangier chicken with some dry crumb cake from the, from the, what do you yep. call it? Uh, Cafeteria. Yeah, okay, go on. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
No one knows what analytics is. They think it's like a bunch of nerds doing math, which I don't know, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> it's time now for the Mothership's Advanced Analytics. All right, our Advanced Analytics question of the day. For the Miami Heat, what type of game is tonight's Game 5? We had four choices. 13% of you said it's a must win. 14% of you said it's a can't lose. 29% of you said it's a gotta have it. And the winner at 44% is nice to have it. Thank you to all of you that voted. Our advanced analytics team tells us teams that lead 3-0 in a series are 150 and 0. There have also been three times in which a Game 7 has been forced. Our advanced analytics team also tells us Andrew Bogus invented the term nice-to-have-it game this morning in the 6 a.m. Eastern hour, yet has a problem when others on the show invent sports terms. I feel like you added that one. No, I did not. No, I did not. Do we have an epic fail today, guys? I think it's a fair question to ask. Give, give us 30 seconds. Okay. All right. We're going to give him 30 seconds on the fail. All right. So this has been a big day on the DA show. If you're just joining us, you've missed like maybe the first couple hours. DA called in from vacation. Turns out not a vacation. DA and his wife, the Bourbon Bell, their first child they welcomed into this earth. AJ Amendo is with us. Well, not with with us, but he's with them. Uh, And he was born. Right after that announcement, we got a text. We were clear to announce at 6.46 a.m. this morning, Kerry Bellotti, Pete the Body, has a new baby girl. How about that? How about us? Two birth announcements in one day. The audience had no idea either we're leaving to have mm. babies either, which is just incredible. Now, so both of my kids predate the creation of this current show. Sure. But both of yours were born. So that's is this four DA show babies now? Timmy Bilotti, too. Five. That's right. Timmy Bilotti. Five. Yeah, so because Timmy and Taylor are the same age. They're right. three, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. Peyton's a year and a half, and now you have two newborns. So since Bogus, DA, myself, and Bilotti all joined forces middays into mornings, we have five new babies. The family grows. Bogus going to chime. Oh, and Kaplan. And, oh, wow. Six babies. My head's his it's fair, he's down the yeah, hall. It's, he's down the hall, and he doesn't tell us. And her name changed. It's, did it? The spelling change. Oh, Do you remember right. that? Uh, Kaplan can make up rules with his baby. <laughs> All right. What's the epic fail today? Our buddy Chris in California. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. This show started. By the way, this might have forced Pete's wife into labor, judging by the time the baby was born. Right before the birth, this was the last moment on the DA show before Pete had a daughter. Here's your epic fail. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. Hey, how about Chris in California? I got a five-year-old step-granddaughter. You know, she's 100% Indonesian. My wife's Indonesian. Yeah. Obviously her biological granddaughter. Anyway, uh, she's a big Joker fan. I showed her the Joker highlight package about three three months ago. Just, you know, 10 top plays. To be fair, you're talking about Nicola, not Heath Ledger, right? It's not funny. She called me up. You know, it's just a family situation right now. You know, we're just talking on the phone. And she calls me up. She's like, hey, Grandpa. I'm going to give you a shot at game four, double or nothing. Five-year-old hassling you, double or nothing? <laughs> Come on, man. I think you're an idiot. So what about Shep, though? What do you think of him? I think he's, he's, he's totally who is Shep. <laughs> is that who you That's the correct answer. That's you don't know who Shep is? is? He's the other voice you hear on that show all the time? I'm going to say something really, maybe potentially weird here. So um, what do you think when Shep's out? What do you think of Jack Stern? Jack Stern? Yeah. 
He's the guy. Be like, not familiar. No. He'd be like, Chris in California, what would you like to say? That guy? You're I a still, beast. You're a tank. I, I like to eat it raw sometimes or on a piece of plain toast. Chris Tapas, Porzingis, Kai Horton, Shea Gilgius, Alexander. Start me up, Aaron. Let's go, Jets. Let's go, Jets. Chris, hey, I'm sorry. Smoking weed. You're smoking weed when you're in Reno, too, I bet, right? I mean, come on. All of a sudden, yeah. flipped on me, and yeah. now my grand, my grand, my step granddaughter, one hundred percent Indonesian. I love her to death. She's like my granddaughter. Glad we got uh, our ethnicity again, again. <laughs> the nineteen-year-old James Miracle—that's his middle name, Miracle. I raised the kid. Oh. I taught him how to, I well, Chris, him how to Chris, ride listen, a bike. We're going to be up against the break, though. I do have to let you go. I'll put you on hold. Hey, you I'm talk sorry, to our producer man. Billy and tell him your life story, okay? Just watch, watch out for the Celtics, man. All right. Okay? Thank I'll, you, man. I'll get back to you on that one. All I'll right. get back to you on that. Sounds good. Enjoy, Chef. Later. There you have it. Chris in California. Billy? I I don't know. I mean, I get it. <laughs> 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 Uh, Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Epic fail. Just an incredible show. Tomorrow, a Target Demo Friday. Me and Bogues back. Patty Boyle will be doing two jobs. Caserta will have a Canadian bacon. Hey, thanks to Billy Jockalone on the Wheels of Steel. Thanks to Jack Stern on the Minutes. Thanks to Pat Boyle, your executive producer. Thanks to Andrew Kaplan, the Wizard of Watch the A. Thanks to Greg Caserta on your updates. Congratulations to the Amendos and the Bellatis, two new beautiful babies born into this world. Bogues, I'll see you tomorrow, pal. We're uncles, Sean. We're uncles. Uncles, say uncle. The mothership disconnects. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.